We Are Three are three women entrepreneurs, therapists, and authors who witness the powerful impact of blending Eastern spiritual practices with Western psychology. They use diverse practices, philosophies, and theoretical perspectives to provide their clients and listeners with opportunities to learn, grow, and heal moving wounds to wellness. With their raw, risky, and real framework, they provide a safe place for relaxation, connection, and a means to let one's guard down. They share their real stories, tips, and practices to tap into healing potential. Please let me introduce the We Are Three trio of Carmen Jelly, Suzanne Rochon, and Natalie LaBelle. So today I'm looking forward to our conversation. Um, all three of us have noticed over the last few weeks a theme around boundaries has been uh, kind of percolating, not only uh, with clients, but in our personal lives as well, and observing it in our families and friends and whatnot. Uh, so we thought it would be a good idea to revisit boundaries and maybe diving a bit deeper into, while we all know we should have boundaries, what are some obstacles that get in the way of boundaries and we're going to explore how our past can kind of come in and make it difficult uh, to set boundaries because we have attachment needs and setting boundaries sometimes well will interrupt that attachment need right uh, because we are um, opening ourselves up to disappointing other people or making other people angry which if we have those wounds around that, it will activate it and get in the way of us either setting the boundary or sticking to it. So that, that's kind of where we're going to go today and really kind of uh, exploring that intersection between the two. Well said, Natalie. That's great, Nat. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. And I think it's, um, uh, boundaries is one of those topics that uh, really does touch us all and I'm always amazed how often it comes up um, within myself uh, with certainly within you know my family and friends but also with clients it's it's an ongoing and regular theme because it's not it's not um, you know cut and dry it's not um you know this way one time like it's 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 you know you have to be flexible with with boundaries you have to understand what's happening but it impacts our life so often so i think it's such a um an important topic for us to to revisit we've done a podcast on on boundaries before uh but really felt the need to talk about it again because it shows up for us all of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's ever evolving. It's not a black and white process, you know, that I'm going to follow A to Z and I've, I've got this, I've got this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like I've got this and sometimes I feel like I'm drowning. Yeah. Right. And so it's always being open and aware of, when am I okay? When am I doing well with this? And when am I slipping a bit? It's a slippery slope. Like, because we have, there's so many 
well, let's just, let's just bring in COVID for, for a brief moment. And that's really created new definitions of boundaries and because new, new relationships and how do you have boundaries when you have um, school and work in the same house as an example that, you know, how do you show up um, as a mother, as a teacher, as a partner? So boundaries are, boundaries are, we kind of have to be creative and we have mm -hmm. to be in it. It's so important to recognize where, when, when, when I'm doing well and when I'm not doing well for, for me, yeah. pers for me personally, anyways. Yeah, no, that's a really good point, Carmen. It's when we kind of notice that maybe we're in a state of overwhelm and we're drowning, like you said, it's probably a good indicator that our boundaries have been kind of fallen by the wayside because with poor boundaries, stress is increased because we have those expectations of our responsibilities and our role, like you said, mother, daughter, wife, professional right and sometimes we forget that we don't need to be perfect in every role because that's actually impossible anyway and so remembering boundaries is, are essentially self-care right it's self-care is treating is how you treat yourself and so boundaries is acknowledging what our limits to what we can do and not do mm, so yeah that, i really so like that why is it so hard <laughs> <laughs> why is it hard and it's it's about defining our values and our rules or it's about you know what you know what values and rules define us as a person and i like the way i like the way that Brene says it uh and the way that she defines boundaries um you know no last no last name a? required <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. We've, we've mentioned Brene so often. People know now. Um, but she talks about it uh, as, you know, what's okay for me and what isn't okay for me. And when we get into the position of overwhelm, sometimes it's about taking that step back to say, you know, have I entered into the realm of the things that aren't okay for me anymore, which is why I'm feeling that overwhelm or I'm, I'm you know, I'm feeling burdened with things. Mm -hmm. And so then again, when we think about our childhood and some beliefs that we may have about ourselves or the other or our roles, what, what makes us worthy and valuable? when our worth is kind of dependent on making other people happy because when someone was angry or upset with us critical disapproving it was you know left us feeling there's something wrong with me i'm not good enough i'm not worthy unless they're happy right and so we try if i become good enough if i'm this amazing person then they will i am going to be good enough you know and so in the here and now that impedes us because setting boundaries does unleash emotions in other people. Right. So the, um, I think of the people pleasing um, parts of us and, and the, you know, and, and all other parts, the perfectionist part, people pleasing part, inner critics. It's so tied into this, isn't it? Because 
to be authentic, we can set boundaries because we know what we want. But that fear comes in when we're worried that we're not going to be liked or we're not going to be loved or we're not going to be accepted. And then it's really hard to place a boundary when you have a fear of not being liked, for example, or yeah. fear of not being loved. And we well, all have various parts. Exactly. And we might have that underlying belief that if I've disappointed someone, then they don't love me. If someone is disappointed or angry with me, they don't love me. Whereas if we can recognize that that's the underlying belief, um, they can be disappointed and love me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a really important, it's a, that's a really key point. I think we need to, I, I th we need to be okay with the fact that setting boundaries is going to mean that we are maybe going to disappoint somebody. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that our boundary has gone too far. That doesn't mean that we've done something wrong. The, the disappointment in the other person is actually a reflection of who they are and what they're experiencing in their own lives and how they're hearing the message and less about how, less about the boundary that we've established for ourselves. It takes a tremendous amount of courage to, to be boundaried. You can do it in a loving and respectful um, way. It's, it's easy. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. But it may not be received, even if we do it in a loving and respectful way. It may not be received in the way that we've intended it. And, and that's probably one of the most difficult parts of it is that, you know, people are hearing, okay, I have to set boundaries. I know what's good. You know, I know what's okay for me. What isn't okay for me. I establish the boundaries uh, or the boundary. And then, and then the, you know, the other the other person or people don't receive it in the way that we would have liked and that creates um, a space for us to really evaluate um, you know why their reaction is so important to us mm -hmm. I think that brings me to a question that may be important for our listeners and that how do we know, how do we recognize maybe when we're not setting any boundaries? What does that look like? And I know it's very individual, but there's some common pieces yeah. that as I reflect on my work with my clients and on myself, you know, for me, we mentioned, you know, there's that, that, feeling or the perception of overwhelm there, there's feelings of fear sadness there's a there's a lot of different feelings attached to it resentment is is a good indicator too. make one you know if we're doing something out of love and kindness for someone because it's not necessarily we're always aware of the fact that we're be, not having a good boundary or whatever not listening to our internal compass but Mm -hmm. That resentment, if I am, whenever I help someone, maybe it's a specific person because it's, then I start to notice resentment. It's like, okay, what's that resentment about? Am I feeling, you know, so that's also, I think, a good indicator. Absolutely. So overwhelm, stress, increased stress, resentment. Those are definitely signs and 
like messages, you know, feeling like even our body will keep the score as well, right? It, mm-hmm. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling down, depressed, anxious. Those are our body's way of saying, hey, you know, listen, what's, what's going on for you? And often when we dig deep and dissect, always, always there's, there's part of it is, am I able to set boundaries in a healthy way to respect what I need? For, for me, I know that if I'm feeling a, a wave of overwhelm, then and it's because a part of me such as the fixer or the teacher or the, the people pleaser, all those parts of me are, are, are on, you know, they're running a marathon. They need to get to where they, they want to go. And so I'm like, hey, you don't have to run a marathon anymore. It's okay. So it's just like, we, and it's different for everybody, but being just noticing, noticing when you're exhausted, overwhelmed, tired, anxious, down. Yeah. Our body, our body's going to tell us. Yes. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I, what you just said, that's the other, another indicator is feeling urgency about everything we have to do. It's like everything is urgent, needs to be done now. Yeah, yeah. You know? And my stretch boundaries, boundaries require a willingness to tolerate some stormy, difficult emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that came up in a group that we did with, on people pleasing was recognizing the short-term discomfort of setting a boundary versus the long-term discomfort of that resentment, that heightened stress, the overwhelm, right? If we can tolerate the short-term, having that hard conversation and sticking to what we know is right for us, then long-term, we're going to feel less resentment, truer and more compassion in our relationships. Absolutely. And sometimes it's, it's making that difficult choice between, you know, the guilt of setting the boundary or the resentment of, of you know, continuing to do what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think what that says is that setting boundaries is a very, very difficult thing, but it's an act of self-love and it's an act of self-respect and an, and and we teach we teach people by what you know by what we we teach people what we will tolerate. Yeah. yeah so we teach people how to treat them 100%. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So so here's the difference for me when I think about it. You know, sometimes we blame others for the way that they treat us or the way that, you know, they, what they do and how it impacts us. To me, the establishment of boundaries is, is actually taking that responsibility back and saying, this is what I'll tolerate. This is what I won't tolerate. So it really puts us in a in a position where uh, one we're acknowledging what we are responsible for uh, and and we're responsible for how we feel and and we're responsible for how we you know for what we, we receive from others or don't receive from others 
but it, it, it empowers us to make some really important decisions about our lives. So, so it's such a key, key piece in developing healthy relationships. Huge part of healthy relationships. I often have these conversations with my clients, um, you know, females in particular who, who aren't engaged in self-care, perhaps they're young mothers, little children trying to balance careers and many different hats. And it's really difficult to have self-care. And that's a boundary in a way, right? To, to be able to say to your loved ones, I need this hour for myself. You know, I remember when I had, uh, when my, when my twins were, were babies and the minute my husband, now ex-husband, bless his heart, walked in the door, I would, I would have my snowsuit on and my boots on and I'd be at the door ready to run, right? Ready to walk because I needed that for myself. How hard is that for women to ask for? I need this time for myself. Yeah. And, and I know that too, is like the, the, um, perfect mother doesn't need breaks from her babies. Yeah. There's also that underlying piece too. So not only asking for the space, yeah. but then feeling guilty for needing that space. Like there's so many little layers. There's so many layers of guilt and shame atta yes. attached to boundaries. There's, yeah. you know, like, and co the, the cultural overlies overlays on this as well. Right culturally there's expectations yeah. yeah yeah we're conditioned to be people pleasers people pleasers are celebrated and so that's the other thing too right when we think about what does it mean about me if i don't say yes but if i'm not the, if i'm not generous if i don't show up if i'm not always there for people what does it mean about me it means i'm not a good friend i'm not a good daughter i'm not a good wife because though that's our conditioning mm -hmm. yes Yes, and we're so focused often on being loved that we actually forget our own limits, and we have them. Yeah, right. We have our limits, and and that example of you know a young young mother, or you know, I, I can certainly relate to to the, the 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 feeling of you know wanting to do it all and superwoman, but unless we have boundaries we push well beyond what our limits are and that's a dangerous zone for us to go into yeah and to touch on what you said suzanne about kind of like building up on we're we're teaching others how to treat us and this is something that carmen has brought up before as well with the the rescue piece of at the end of the day nobody's going to come rescue us and nobody's going to come and put our needs first especially when our lack of boundaries benefits others and this is not i'm not saying that people are are malintentioned or or aware they're not always aware and i'm gonna so put that right out there people are not always aware they're taking advantage of your lack of boundaries but when our lack of boundaries benefits others they're not going to change it why would they right this so, can bring us into some really dysfunctional relationships right so and 
Thank you for saying that because this isn't a, like a 100% statement, but there's a, there's a spectrum of relationships. You know, mm-hmm. on severe dysfunction, you have, you know, narcissists taking advantage of empaths, you know, yeah. and that whole putting, you know, the energy vampires and the, the, you know, an extreme people pleaser who believes that they are the empath who believes they can change that person. That's a yeah. whole other arena. But we mm-hmm. recognize we recognize that there's a spectrum when yes. we talk about dysfunction, when we talk about healthy behavior, right? Setting boundaries, no matter what spectrum you're on, is so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and 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 it's interesting because individually we can also move through that spectrum. Yeah you know, like have really healthy relationships and be healthy at times and other times fall into um, some dysfunction. And, you know, on both partners, I mean, again, our childhood is so intertwined because we learn how to communicate. We learn how to receive love, what we need to do to get love. And then sometimes there's a mismatch with our partners because what they do to get love is not the same as what we do to get love. And then, you know, nobody's recognizing that the need here is love. <laughs> but we have different <laughs> definitions of love. Because language matters. We're constantly using similar words and very seldom are we working from the same definition of what that means. Hmm. That's, That's true. so true, Nat. Um, Brene Brown says that we need no to ask ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, share. You don't need a last name. That's right. That's right. <laughs> she says uh, that you know we need to ask our we need to ask ourselves what boundaries need to be in place to maintain my integrity, to make the most generous assumptions about you or about another person. And she calls it her, you know, big, which is boundaries, integrity, and generosity. And unless we establish the the boundaries um, that, that help us maintain our integrity, then sometimes it's really difficult to treat others with compassion and generosity and to make the kindest of assumptions about them. And, and when you were talking about, you know, what you were just saying, Natalie, made me think of that because when we're involved in these relationships and, you know, somebody is coming from, you know, their childhood experiences and the other one, you know, their past is showing up in the present. Mm-hmm. Um, we often make assumptions about the, about the others that, you know, the other person that really isn't kind and it actually then creates another spiral for us because now on top of all of the other things, now we create a story about, you know, what's happening and who they are. So at, you know, boundaries is such a foundational piece for us in navigating the waters of, of our life. 
um, that you know put us in a place of um, of being able to make the best and most genuine and generous assumptions about the people that you know we we love the most. Mm. I think that thinking about Carmen's the spectrum that she wanted to make sure that we're aware of that it's not always cut and dry black and white and what you're saying Suzanne is part of the process when we start to set boundaries and you know recognizing ourselves getting to know ourselves getting to understand the motivation behind a lot of our behaviors sometimes we all that also brings us to recognizing that maybe some of the relationships we're in are not so healthy that no matter how much we try to set boundaries those, they will not be respected, they will not even be acknowledged, you know? And so that is something also to kind of keep in mind because yes, we're changing the rules on our same boundaries and it is going to provoke difficult emotions in the other person. That is a pretty normal thing. But when it starts to be, when it goes up the spectrum of, you know, some, some kind of abusive behaviors or the other person's up, upping the ante in some really aggressive ways, then we need to recognize that no matter how much we try, this person's not going to, to do that and make some hard decisions for ourselves, right? So that can be hard too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the, you know, let's say the, the extreme part of that spectrum is you're being gaslighted, right? Yes. So being gaslighted yeah. and and you try to set a boundary, for example, and then you're the crazy one, you're the unrealistic one, you, mm -hmm. you've lost it and the projection, that can feel really real. It can feel really disheartening and depressing and an array of emotions can come flooding in. That's one mm -hmm. end of the spectrum. The other mm -hmm. end is you set a boundary and it's respected and, and because uh, Brene also says that um, compassion without boundaries isn't compassion. Empathy yeah. without boundaries isn't empathy. So you, you can get to a place with awareness, with a lot of awareness that mm. this, this relationship on this side is toxic. Yeah. And this relationship, wow, they really do respect my boundaries. Wow. Yeah. Like it, it, it took a little bit of dancing, but they get it. Yeah. So I think we, we need to judge, to judge and always know that. Individual relationship. Yeah. yeah. not have a blanket rule. Yeah. Too, right? Yeah. 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 And that could be a stop too when we think about why is it so difficult for me to set boundaries with this person? Well, is there an underlying fear if I, if I am not this accommodating, you know, generous person then they're going to leave me and if they leave me then what like is this is it more fear based that i'm doing this you know is that that's what's stopping me but that's a scary place to go because that means if we recognize yes we're afraid they're going to leave us then it's not a healthy relationship then does that mean we have to do something about it because once we know something we can't unknow it well this brings me back to our podcast on authenticity versus attachment yeah is it that is like the root of all our relationships, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And that's a scary, the scary monster in the room. 
you know, um, we're conditioned, well, we need attachment. And that's yeah. why all our parts show up and sometimes hide our real selves. It's, mm -hmm. it's there, but when we, when we want to live wholeheartedly, we want to live authentically, that's when we recognize our other parts and need to set boundaries. Okay, this is the real me, mm -hmm. right? This is the real authentic me, and I need A, B, C. Um, yeah. the, the people pleasing part can kind of step aside. The perfectionist part can kind of step aside. Some people aren't going to like that. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, um, so that's when we, the self-assessment needs to come in and like, what, what relationships do I need? What relationships aren't healthy for me? Yeah. And, and it's beautiful and like, when we can have authenticity and attachment. Yeah. We all need that. Yeah. And what does it we mean? do and what you're exactly yeah. Yeah. and right. I think what you're speaking to Carmen is um, is is about awareness is bringing awareness to ourselves and asking those questions um, you know why do I you know what is the the, the need um, for for the attachment which is absolutely a natural need um, you know, what is the need for authenticity, which is another natural need, the two basic needs. So what it does for me is it shifts the question from, you know, why is someone else doing something to me versus why am I allowing this? Ah. And that's where, that's where the true, the truth comes in our own inner truth and and when we speak about you know authenticity versus attachment it's about going into those spaces that are often very very uncomfortable and beginning to understand you know the the, the root of our uh, of our decision making and why we behave in, in certain ways oh my god we allow things. so glad you said that yeah and i'll have to often pause even this week <laughs> you know we are ever evolving aren't we i'll have mm -hmm. to pause sometimes and say is this am i making this this decision based on a, a a part of me that needs like that needs the attachment or am I making this decision based on what I, what is, what I really want? And that's how our boundaries come into play, right? Cause I can, I can say no or not now if it's not true to my authentic self. Mm -hmm. If it's my inner critic, well, you need to do this, you need to do that better, you need to do this, that, then my inner critics, my inner critic doesn't have any boundaries. It's like, do more, be better, you know, yeah. do it all you need, you're not good enough. Yeah. Right. And that's how to protect you from those feelings of failure. So it's trying to help you. Yeah, absolutely trying to help me. But wow. Yes. It's not easy to set a boundary if, if I'm letting, if I'm let my inner critic lead my life, if I yeah. let my people pleaser lead my life or my perfectionist yeah. part lead my life, I can't set any boundaries authentically. No. So yeah. I think for everyone, that's that the place that we often talk about pause right let's not react let's pause yeah. and let's respond and when we can do that it's 
much easier to know what boundaries we can create authentically. Yeah. If we can pause, which I know we sound like broken records, but it's like trying to access that space so we can ask ourselves, you know, what is the motivation behind this? Is this a fear-based decision or, you know, and it could be sometimes a bit of both, which is fine. And sometimes we can recognize, yeah, this is an attachment need and that's okay because I'm feeling really vulnerable right now. You know, like it's not that it's always going to be bad. It's not, it's not a, it's, so it's really situation by situation, checking in with self and, you know, that's part of the journey is really getting to know yourself. And, and compassionately, right? Yeah. You know, to, um, compassionate inquiry is about, okay, let's do this pause and check in mm-hmm. with what's coming up. And that, that takes practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boundary. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think you know, to, um, and, and to, I think, sum up or, or what I've heard uh, us talk about today is that boundaries change. Mm-hmm. Uh, boundaries are different. Um, and we need to understand ourselves. We need to stop, understand from, you know, what's what place are we making the decision from um is it uh i love the way you said it um you know is it is it from uh, an attachment need and often you know is it is it an authentic space but at the end of it all it always comes back to us we have the responsibility to um you know, to, to accept uh, or allow uh, what, you know, the way that people will treat us or, or not treat us. And, um, and the responsibility is ours. Yeah. What are the stories that tell us what we need to do, right? If, if I don't do this, does part of me believe that I'm not a good mother or that I'm not a good therapist or I'm not a good partner you know so the stories also like we we cannot separate how much our conditioning also plays into this so our childhood experiences our conditioning our ancestors experiences there's so much going on you know so giving ourselves it's okay not to be right on our game all the time too yeah giving ourselves permission Mm -hmm. to recognize okay what am i feeling what do I need? And often when we do that deeper dive, um, it's not a part of it, at least is about how I show up and how I show up with my boundaries and yeah. to, to, to really respect uh, who I truly am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also the idea that sometimes we're not going to know why. Sometimes we're going to dive in and be like, yeah, we can't identify it. And that's okay. It's, this is what I'm feeling right now. And maybe I don't know where it's coming from. This is happening. What do I do about it? You know, because I think sometimes we can get stuck. Yeah. Because we want to analyze and be able to have tangible reasons for everything. And sometimes it's super disorganized and 
messy and it's not so easy or obvious, you know? Yeah. Let's just be curious about it. Yeah. Even if we just ask the question, be curious and conscious about it, right? Where is this coming from? I don't know where it's coming from. Am I going to say yes? Am I going to say no? Mm, I'm going to say yes. Um, I don't know why. And <laughs> maybe it doesn't. And maybe it doesn't feel good. But I'm making a conscious decision. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, that's okay. Yeah. Take the take a pause. Take a. You don't have to say yes, 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 yes. Take a pause. Yeah. I'll get yeah. back to you later on that. Yeah. I'll let you know. I yeah. because all, you know when we say yes, when we mean no, you know the passive aggressiveness comes up, the disappointment comes up because we don't show up. People, yeah. we said in a previous podcast on boundaries, people learn to really respect and know when we say no, we mean no, and we say yes, we mean yes. That's right. It's it's consistency and it's and reliability. It's, mm-hmm. And I think that boundary. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and it's kind. It's a kinder to to establish a boundary is a kind. Yes. Brene Brown, again, she says, clear is kind. (laughs) Unclear is unkind. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, sure, I can do that. And then later on was, well, you clearly should have known that I didn't want to do that. <laughs> you know, like, uh, people, can't, that people, kind of, people can't read our minds. Yeah, exactly. We know we wish they could. And something else I, I want to highlight that I know that all three of us have personally experienced boundary setting is not always in the context of relationship with others. It's also in the context mm. of relationship with ourselves. That's a whole other podcast, sweetheart. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if I, you know, we personally did go through this of recognizing a lack of luster for life, uh, low energy, irritability, uh, unsettledness. And when we dug deep, it was recognizing that we weren't on the path that we needed to be on for ourselves. Mm, yeah. And that was scary because again, once we know that, what do we do? Because there's these, you know, there's so many nuances. I think that goes to- back to honoring our true selves, honoring our authenticity. Mm-hmm. And setting yeah. boundaries for ourselves. Like, no, I cannot do everything. And that's okay. You know, it's okay that don't have to have your hand in everything or you don't, you don't need to work three jobs and bring yourself into the, an early grave, you know, yeah. learning to set boundaries with myself just because I want to do all this genuinely doesn't mean that I, I, I should for me. So boundary setting is not only hard with other people, but with ourselves. And I don't know if that makes sense how I tried to describe that. But. No, I, I think that's, oh my goodness. That's the core of this, isn't it? Because we have to do that self-reflection to know what we need. We do need to do that first, most often before we know what we, what we have to, how we can relate or communicate with other people. If I don't know what I need, how can I tell my daughters or my partner or my friends what I need? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's really, it's so intertwined, isn't it, Natalie? It is. And making those hard decisions like, oh my God, I, I thought I was really enjoying this career. I thought I was really enjoying this, this job and I'm not, but the unknown is so scary. 
you know so yeah the, it, again there's so much overlap but that self-awareness relationship with self is so important as yeah. scary and it's okay to change your mind yeah exactly it's okay to change our mind sometimes we have to rewrite ourselves to be more in tune like oh this is who i thought i was turns out that was who i was expected to be or who i thought i was expected to be yeah who i thought i needed to be yeah and it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to get yeah. you know 20k down that path and go whoa i'm on the wrong path mm -hmm. um, and it's discouraging as it is because i just did the 20 things yeah. was <laughs> right like i went left when i should have went right and yeah that's, that's okay that's how we learn we make mistakes yeah. we sometimes take many wrong paths so that self-awareness is so important yeah mm -hmm. we kind of talked but there's so much intersectionality and so many of these things and so i think what the i think I, really yeah. drive yeah. home is that you know boundaries is our self-care boundaries is how we treat ourselves with respect communicating with ourselves and others this is okay this is not okay even when it's hard even when yeah it's hard. i love that yeah. even when it's, when it's hard. hard and i i read something a couple days ago that said life is difficult right option a is difficult option b is difficult choose your difficult yeah definitely and so this might be a timely quote which i've said this before but you know as susan david said discomfort is the price of admission to a meaningful life and so we can take the easy out but we're not going to again that short-term brief um difficult emotions versus ongoing difficult emotions yeah yeah i love that matt thank you thank you for bringing us to the end of our podcast with a susan david quote <laughs> and as you know we, we got to give susan the love too and because we give <laughs> that's <it> right <laughs> Well, yeah. let people know that we also read about uh, from other people and we have other mentors. <laughs> As always, it's such a pleasure to connect and share. And mm -hmm. just, you know, we are three. We are raw, risky, and real. And that shows up in our conversations. And I think that that's a thread that we we intentionally try to carry through and we're organic and we just kind of go here and there and that's yeah. just that's just what feels right for us yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely Recognize, you know we are flawed and we're awesome anyway and yeah i think that's <laughs> something that i really want everybody to try to remind themselves you know mm -hmm. i have some flaws and i'm pretty awesome anyway i have some flaws and i'm worthy anyway i'm valuable I'm good enough, whatever, you know. I'm not perfect and that's okay. Yeah. Perfection. And it's the notion of the wounded healer. And I think that's one of yeah. the pieces that we've brought to all of our podcasts is we're learning life uh, along with mm -hmm. others. 
and we're doing the best that we can and we love that we bring the 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 rawness um to 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 our podcast so as always it's been an amazing time with uh with the two of you and with our listeners thank you yes thank you and have a great week sisters i can't wait for our next one thank you bye everyone what we hope you take most from today's podcast is that boundaries are really important, yet they are really difficult to set, whether it be because we want to avoid disappointing others or making someone angry or losing a sense of value and worth. If we can try to push through this fear and learn to tolerate some really messy emotions, we will get closer to the practice of setting boundaries. I think it's fitting to finish the podcast today with a quote from Brene. One of the most shocking findings of my work is the idea that the most compassionate, loving people I have interviewed are also the most boundaried. Without boundaries, resentment builds, and the irony is that the very relationships we are trying to strengthen and save by saying yes, we are actually poisoning them with resentment because the more we feel we are giving and giving and giving, the more hateful and resentful we get. I invite you to reflect on this, try to conjure up as much tolerance to those difficult emotions, pause, let me think about it, and give an answer that is authentic and genuine and this will improve all of your relationships starting with the most important relationship which is a relationship with yourself thank you for listening to today's podcast if you've enjoyed today's discussion please like and share with others we invite you to explore the many other we are three topics filled with insights to guide you through your life's journey